podcast. Let's do it. <clears throat> what are we doing? A podcast. A podcast. What was I, I for Halloween? A podcast. <laughs> I was. It was really dumb. I saw a picture, but nobody I got loved it. it a lot. No, I showed it to Brooke. I'm like, what's Adam? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, he's pee. a pee. She's like a pee pod. I'm like, and he's he's holding a, uh, a fishing rod. What do you do with those? She's like, cast them. I'm like, and he is? I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> people. This is a part. Who honey. was that? Somebody came up with that. I think it was you're Anna. people. <laughs> Anna said, "You're a peephole," and I'm like, "A, a peephole," but a, a peephole. You're a P-rod. Yeah, yeah. P-rod. I don't know. That's A Rod's less popular brother, <laughs> Pablo. <laughs> Pablo Rod. Pablo Rodriguez. <laughs> that was the worst pronunciation yeah. of Rodriguez ever. We are going to hell. Um, <clears throat> What are we doing? A podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 102. Boop. Doop, doop, doop. I haven't that, listened to 101 yet. I should. That's okay. Yeah. It was pretty good, I it thought. It was fun. Yeah. Um, Succinct. It wasn't. It was like an hour and a half No, long. we went forever. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> Women. I made all the notes. <laughs> I bet you they were great. They were. I made a lot of jokes. They were very punny. In the notes. Very punny. <laughs> like those things that I come up with like that, or whatever, he wrote them out, and I was like... Oh, that's how they should be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Oh, well. But yes. Uh, so welcome back from your uh, trip to the sauna, a.k.a. Oh, Florida. Wow. It is. For all you listeners that live down in Florida way. Down I, in yonder. I don't know how. Oh, it's, God, on them, it's so It's so humid. I was just like, I know a lot of people don't like this word, but I can't describe myself as anything but moist. I was that way for seven days. Hashtag trigger warning. Hoy, it was just so... Post wet. <laughs> so wet. <laughs> um, anyway, well, it's a good problem. To have. I'm gl- I'm glad you're back. I bought a giant hat though. It was pretty cool, like Indiana Jones style safari hat. Yeah. because it's so it's really sunny there too. I swear to God, the sun is closer to Florida than it is. Oh, here. I believe it. Holy hell! Like my sunglasses were not enough. Mm-hmm. I actually just got a, a question via Facebook Messenger for our podcast today oh, from how, a coworker. How exciting! I know it's not actually for the podcast, but I think it would be really good. All right, so we're going to do that. <laughs> Perfect. Just plug in. Yeah, I'm just plugging the random it in. Question of the day. Um. So yeah. So of course we've got questions from all of our fabulous listeners. We'll talk about that uh, this week. Also, plenty of news, all kinds of stuff, including stuff about Battlefield Five, what the switch numbers currently are, and uh, how well Red Dead has happened to uh, be doing right now. Which Spoiler good. alert, pretty good. Right, you think? No. Was anybody surprised that it did that well out not, of the gate? Not Yeehaw. even remotely. <laughs> <laughs> dur, dur, dur. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that and a bunch of other news, plus some cheap free games, and uh, oh, we got something in Small Bites, too. Yeah. But first, we talk about what we're playing. Cliff. Oh, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption like everybody else. I don't remember who it was. Someone in the, the Discord was like, I was I logged into Xbox the other day, and literally every single person on my friends list was playing Red Dead Redemption. Of and course. the sales numbers kind of reflect that. So, yeah, no, it's it's good. I'm about, oh, I'm going to say four hours into it. Like, I just kind of got into the open world, and I'm kind of dorking around that first little town. Um, it's good. It's really good. Um, the thing that... I think describes it best though is, is Adam came into my office earlier and we were talking. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like it's just just a little bit slower. It's kind of a meandering game. It's a you lot a bit slower. Yeah, you don't walk real fast, and unless you're running, which makes me feel dumb. Like I'm and just then you can run out of your stamina, oh, yeah, too, which st- again is like a Zelda thing. But it's that's like- how you build it up. By doing it. Yeah, but which I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a big fan of the... I don't like the whole stamina bar versus like this bar versus that bar, and you need to eat this, you need yeah. to do that, and da 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 And I don't 
think it did a great job of explaining how all that works either, to be honest. Um, and I, I think it's weird that they like turn on and off depending on where you are and – I don't know. Yeah, the I weather mean, affects it. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably an yeah, hour like, into the game, if that. Yeah, Obviously, if you wear warm clothes and it's cold out, it'd be, yeah, it'd be I, better off. And I think those things... Really? Yeah. I know a lot of people really like that about Zelda, and that to me is just like, I don't need that many systems in my games. But I, like that, like, at a very base level, it's like, okay, it's cold, put something warm on. Yeah, yeah but I just don't care. Like, the, even the still, is, like, I don't feel they're intrusive at all. Unlike Zelda, Zelda, like I was like annoyed by it. This doesn't bother me in the slightest, and I don't feel like it really takes any of my time when I'm playing the game. Well, I think Zelda honestly was a little bit more insistent about it as right. well. Um, this won't like Zelda it would just flat out kill you. Right, you I, would die if you were swimming and you ran out of stamina. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you'd die if you got does. too cold. Yeah. Um, whereas on this, I think it more just affects the level of health you have, the level of stamina right. you have. So, um, but I'm really liking it. About the only thing I would say so far about it is I'm having a little bit of a hard time getting used to the controls because for whatever reason they decided they'd go with like the GTA 5 controls instead of having run be pushing down on the stick like every other game made in the last I don't know three years they have it being A again so oftentimes I'll go to run and instead I'm crouching um I've accidentally shot a couple people. <laughs> I, have I you went, punched your horse yet? I have not punched my horse yet. There's um, a great video I saw of somebody who got off his horse or whatever. He was trying to get back on it. He punched the horse in the face and then turned around and kicked him. Oh, nice. It was awesome. I oh, was, I saw, oh, I did see some dude just get whacked by a horse. <laughs> I was trying to remember, like, I saw something crazy the other day, and it was like I rode up to this guy. I was like, hey. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, can you give me a hand? And I'm like, yeah. And I walked over and then. Just like rear kicked him right in the face and just killed him. <laughs> Did you see? We've been a bunch of people have been posting really funny uh, Red Dead like gifts in our uh, Discord chat, and one of them was there's this lady and you walk up to her, she's like, "Hey, Mister, can you help?" And all of a sudden, like a bull elk just charges out and it rams into her like hard. She flies across the screen and then she kind of shakes it off. She's like, "Hey, Mister, can you?" <laughs> It was real good. Yeah, but, you know, like, I, I tried to hold up a storekeeper because he had one of those secret back rooms. And, uh, Spoilers! Yeah, whatever. A bunch of them do. Okay. They tell and, you that right at the beginning. Yeah, it's, okay. it's very much a, it's a thing. And so I go up to him, I'm like, I go to hold him up, and instead of holding right trigger, I held left trigger, which just shot him right in the face. <laughs> um, which then, they, you know, the sheriff comes, and I, I killed, like, seven, eight, ten different lawmen, and then reloaded my save. Um, so, so you know. Legitimately like GTA in the Wild Wild West? Um, to a degree? I think it plays a lot like Grand Theft Auto. Like, um, Kevin was asking, he's like, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of GTA 5. Would I like this game? And I'm like, if you didn't like GTA 5, you probably won't like Red Dead. They're well, very similar. They have yeah. a lot of the same systems. Um, they feel kind of similar. They're, they're, I think it controls better than GTA 5. Like, GTA 5 always felt slightly awkward, I think. And this feels smoother, feels better. Riding the horses feels better. Um, I have already killed one horse, um, which I was notorious for in the first one. Like, my brother had the same horse, I think, all the way through the first Red Dead. I had, like, 45 horses through Red Dead. You'd shoot them wow. in the back of the head accidentally. This one, I ran into a rock outcropping, and just his legs crumbled underneath me, fell in the river. I'm like, oh, goodbye, horse. <laughs> So it That's happens. Gross. But yes, I mean, so far I'm really, really liking it. It's definitely, 
I don't want to say that I wished it was a little more fast-paced, but I kind of hoped to be able to go into this kind of like I did Far Cry 5 and just like, bam, 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 mission, yeah, mission, 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 and it doesn't play like that at all. Right. It's really, you go around, you talk to folk, and then you go back to camp and talk to folk, and then maybe you do a mission, and then you maybe talk to folk. And You're going to play this game for like a month, and you're going to be talking with that drawl just like, right? like a I good know. old cowboy. It's, it's very much... It's it's slow and and for a game that I really wanted to get done before Fallout comes out, I don't think you get two I am. Weeks. I don't think it's you gonna matter. It. It's just too like I mean like Vinny was saying too like you spend fifteen minutes riding your horse to where you want to be and then you do a mission and then you're like I'm I don't have any more time to play you know for a guy who plays is there any fast travel or anything in this there is but you have to unlock it okay so you know and it's it's going to be a while I guess yeah. so it doesn't take very like, you can unlock it like really is it fast pretty fast if you want to yeah. you just have to know like you have to know what to do so yeah, go to your ledger so... and unlock it like it costs like six hundred dollars which doesn't take long to acquire at all so yeah it's just it's more I'm just surprised at how I don't want to say plotting because it doesn't feel bad slow. It feels slow, slow, kind of like you'd expect maybe the Old West kind of did. It's it's a lot of walking and a lot of horsing and a lot of, right. you know, it's life was just slower then, I think. And it, it does a good job reflecting yeah. that. It's beautiful um, and it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Are you playing anything other than that right now? Absolutely not. What? Is, so you're playing Red Dead 2 yeah. as well? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're all playing it, so let's just talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about it, but I thought that's what we were doing. Um, oh, I, yeah. I prefer instead of the word slow to use um, methodical, methodical, yeah. and purposeful. I agree uh, with that, and because I, to me, like the game, other than your like walking pace, where if you literally just move the joystick, that's the only time I ever like. Damn, he walks pretty slow. <laughs> but other than that, like, nothing about it bothers me to any sort of detriment. Like, I never needed to fast travel in GTA, and I feel the same way in this game. There's very few Was games... Was there fast travel in GTA? No, I don't think I didn't so. think so. Like, it's like those... Like, I, there's very few games I've ever wanted fast travel, and I think it... To some degree, that's probably like Skyrim occasionally yeah. when you really are like at the wrong side of the map. Oh, no, man. I like, fast traveled everywhere in Skyrim. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I don't like that. I don't like being so conveniently fast traveling everywhere because it's like, yeah, I'm doing it, but it's like, am I really? Like, I don't want to just teleport everywhere. It's like, because well, it does take away a little bit. And but. I think this game's based around the idea of exploration, too. It's kind of like Fallout. Like, Fallout right. 4, you could fast travel, but if you did, you'd miss you'd a miss lot of so stuff. so much stuff, right. Um, and, like, hunting's such a big part of this game. And, you know, identifying all these bushes and critters and stuff is such a big part of that game. And you're you're not going to get that experience if you don't right. wander around a little bit. Right. So. Um, and that's kind of how I feel. So it's like, I, I like the fact that there is an option to fast travel, like, to a different part of them. Yeah. Whether it's super convenient for you, I don't really care. Like, that's great that there's some, like, way to boot from here to here, but it doesn't feel like I really need to fast travel, and I don't feel like it takes me very long to get wherever I'm Mm -hmm. going, at least at this point in time. Um, I haven't seen the whole map yet, so I don't know exactly how long it really takes to get one one way or the other. It's huge. Um, It's pretty big, though, but I'm already starting to kind of learn, like, parts of it, though, so... And he's way better at that than I am. Um, like, we were driving around GTA multiplayer one time. He's like, oh, no, you turn here and you turn here. I'm like, I don't. I just use the GPS. It's actually a lot like real life. I don't know. Yeah. I've lived in this state for five years. I don't know where anything is. I just, like, Google Maps everywhere. Yeah. So. I'm not. I've never been reliant on a GPS, so, like, I really do. I never had until I moved here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do it here more for traffic than I do anything. Yeah. So. Um, well, I think um, that actually... 
goes on to one of the questions. I'm not going to say okay. that right we'll now. We'll save that for later. Um, what else? So, because the thing that, like, so on Spider, because I'm still playing Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, be, and it's not because I'm having a hard time with it. It's I don't think I've ever been um, more wanting to be a completionist with a game than I have with this. Yeah, just because everything it's it's so quick to rack up the challenge tokens or the crime tokens or whatever tokens you have or finding the backpacks or finding the black cat figurines. It's so quick and not easy, but it's just so quick. You're always achieving something. Yeah. That's how Far Cry 5 was for me. Is I am not a 100% person. Right. And I'm like, well, I only need to find 45 more kinds of fish to make this thing. I'm like, well, we can do that. Yeah. No problem. Like I've hit, yeah. I think I've hit every landmark. I've got all the black cat figurines. I've got all the... Uh, backpacks. I've got most of the research stations. I've got mm, uh, the ch- and I just unlocked the challenge tokens where you have to defuse bombs and stuff. And like, there's three different levels. And the first one, I was like, I am not stopping this. I'm not not retrying it until I get the the highest achievement. Yeah. And I did. Um, so that's why I'm still taking my time on Spider Man. Um, and it's quite a rough. Um, can't say that rough stop. Yeah. Going from Spider-Man, which is quick, twitchy all over the place to Red Dead. Yeah. Um, I'm about an hour and a half into or an hour into it. Um, and it's one thing that I'll say is that I guess I was expecting more out of it on my Xbox one X just because like, it was like, Oh, you got to play it on the Xbox one X. It's this, it's that it's a 4k. It's a da 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 da. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, we are. Yeah. Is that a question somewhere? No, it's oh. Uh, it's a news. Oh, so yeah, we'll we'll discuss that. Um, but I guess, and it's like we talked about earlier. Yeah. I said I was expecting more, but at the same time, it's just so good. How much more can you really expect? And that's what we said: is that these days, any AAA game is going to look great. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they all look great. Um, and is there a variation of great? Sure, but they all look right. great. Mm-hmm. To me, like um, once a game looks good, it doesn't really matter at that point. Yeah. Like if it doesn't look bad, then there's not much to complain about. Like, right, right. You're not going to nitpick, like. The the facial like the faces look great. The yeah. game looks great. Like there's nothing. I can't say anything bad about it graphically. The only thing I would say bad about it, and I don't think it's a, uh, it's strictly an it thing. It's something I've noticed a lot in AAA games lately. Is that like if I look at the both of you, obviously faces we have, look real. You look real, but faces have a shininess to it. Um, they do, and. They're trying to replicate that in games, and I think it makes a lot of people look a little plasticky. Right. Um, and that's the only thing I would say is bad about that is I've been in places a couple times where like that dude looks like a Ken doll. He's just right. like, he, like he's like shiny in unnatural ways and shiny in ways that I don't necessarily think someone in the old West would be like those folks were probably dirty. Right. They're dirty. Like, they don't need no shine. <laughs> yeah. Um, although, you know, you take those 75 cents deluxe, deluxe bath. Yeah, I took that deluxe and, bath. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, yeah, you get um, a... Um, personal scrub? A, yeah, I believe she is probably a lady of the evening. Mm. Um, maybe the lady of the late afternoon. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. She's, she is fully clothed. So uh, There was she, nothing happening. She, yeah, she just comes in and, like, she washes your arm and then your other arm and then your legs and, uh, and maybe your leaves. back a little bit and then she leaves. Oh, um, nice costs you an extra 50 cents. I was squeaky so. clean and then I walked out and ended up getting in a fist fight and <laughs> had a black guy and a bloody nose and Good blood job. all over myself and I was like, well, I, I did a night here I go. accidentally shot a shopkeeper in yeah, the face. So, so. You know. uh, so clearly we're all playing Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, just like basically everybody else in the free world yeah. right now who has a video game system of some sort. Good. Uh, so yeah, if you're playing it, let us know what you think in our Discord or drop us a comment on our Facebook page. We actually have a Red Dead Redemption 2 channel in our Discord. Holy crap, so, we yeah. are all over it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, yeah. So, Extra Life is a thing. It's happening this weekend. I don't know how. Well. It's really, it snuck up on me. Every year, they, they say a date. Yeah. And that's how it happens. It's and every year, I think I do the date <clears throat> math a little bit wrong. And I'm like, hey, you got three months. And then I realize that, no, actually, we only I have two months. Hours. And oh my gosh, it's tomorrow. Right. Um, we have already hit 10% of our fundraising. Nice. It's very exciting. So, we're at over, a little over $500 and we're shooting for 5000 So, yeah. I mean, we're going to be live streaming. Me and Dylan and Vicky and like probably my kid and a bunch of other people will be live streaming for 12 hours on Saturday and Boy. then on Sunday we're going to do some live streaming with Vinny and all the other folks are asking questions and cool cool yeah it'll be, it'll be good so if you're not playing with us I guess come watch us um, you can sign up still we have 18 people on our team That's um, so cool. it'd be cool to crack 20 uh, bitemepodcast.com slash extra life mm-hmm. so, yeah, or you can donate there too yeah absolutely just go there sign up donate um, and check it all out. It's happening this Saturday, the 3rd, and Sunday, the 4th. It is good. Yes. Um, also, while you're at our website, you can check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast, And uh, you can help support our show and all the stuff and things that we do here, including sending out free swag and stuff to our uh, fantastic listeners. I think I'm caught up on swag currently. Awesome. Um, you can... Sign up and support us for as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to our producer level, where we get to, we get to, we get to. <laughs> that's a privilege, yes. uh, to talk about your name on, on the uh, podcast air. Should we do that? Let's do it. Let's do Who it. Who do we hang, got? Hang on one second, because I need to get Did we get everybody, be- before we get into did we get everybody last week? I but you haven't so. listened. I have not. I, I'm pretty sure we, we had got no everybody. list. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, what did we do? We went into Discord, and you checked to see I, who We had- got all the... We went to Patreon and found how many we had total, and then we went into the Discord and found all the colored names, and then added all and did math, and then came out with the conclusion that we got everybody. Yeah. All right. So cross your fingers. If, if not, here we you had go. It, nobody was screaming at us though yeah. about where's my name. So ah, love it. All right, we <laughs> have Alan Schulte. We talked to him. Confirmed. Yep, Schulte. Alan Schulte. Good stuff. Uh, Austin Palmer, Jack Irish, who we also talked Good to. Day, Mike. It was. It was real fun. Cool I still guy. have like uh, I don't know ninety minutes of ability to call Australia on Skype. So <laughs> maybe I'll just give him a you. call. Right, uh, Jacob Frank, Joe Cold Jr., Kevin Schuld, Tom McDermott, and of course Vinny Champa. Yo, Vinny, what's up? Exactly. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, yeah, you can easily uh, become a patron as well. Just go to Patreon.com/slash Buy Me Podcast and sign up. That's really all there yeah. is to it. You'll get the episodes before everybody else by at least a day. Um, you'll also get access to our special episodes with interviews and uh, shows like the 8-Bit Bites, yeah. upcoming game releases, and all that stuff, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so good. do it. All right. A few things in it to talk about. Let's get into the next section. News! There it is. <laughs> <clears throat> well... So here is uh, some news about one of my inebriated purchases from the other evening. (laughs) Uh, Adam's drunk shopping again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you don't listen to the the game release podcast, you missed the story about my purchase. That's why you should be a patron. You could have listened to it yesterday. Yeah. That's coming up. But that'll be out. It'll be out November 1st. Okay. So same day as this this show. Oh, yes. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and haven't heard of it, you know, things. Okay, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, their live event is canceled for the second time. First planned in-game live event. Yeah, so literally this is like a live event in the universe that you're supposed to be able to go in and do it. And they literally just can't get it to start. <laughs> is it, oh, so it's a technical thing? It's a technical thing. that They've tried to get this. It's, it's a guy should show up. Uh, Dom... 
Damaeus, I guess. D-A-M-A-I-S. Damaeus. I don't know. I don't really speak the, the Greek. Me neither. Um, but yeah, he should just be able to like be spawned in the universe and start this live event. And it just isn't happening. Um, and this is the second time they have not been able to get it to happen. They've had to cancel this live event twice now. So, I mean, I guess the good news is... is I don't think people think of Assassin's Creed as like a big. It's not Destiny, you know. Like if Destiny not live yet. events don't work, like that's a problem. Razzle, but razzle. yeah, you know, like <laughs> this is probably less of a big deal. But still, it's it's crazy that they're not able to get it actually working. So that's crazy, right? Yeah. Well, so hopefully you're not into the Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the live event and open worldy like <laughs> yeah. live so I haven't multiplayer stuff. <laughs> I have. I can't tell you anything about it other than it was sixty dollars. I uh, I've played it a little bit via the the uh, live streaming the the Google project. I can't remember thing. if it was sixty dollars or more. <laughs> Did you buy like, which, the special edition? <laughs> I don't know which version I bought. Oh crap! <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, well, oh, I'm going to look that up. But let's uh, move on. So uh, next, <laughs> Battlefield Five is not going to have microtransactions at launch. So that I'm not a Battlefield person. At I am all. not either. But I can't imagine that that's going to be a bad thing. Yeah. At least in a lot of. And, and what the they're saying eyes. is, is it, they're going to have two different kinds of currency. They have, like, the currency you earn, and you can use that to, you know, upgrade your weapons and upgrade your stuff. And then they're going to have the kind of currency you can buy, and that's only available for cosmetics. Um, but they chose to launch the game without. That. Any of the buyable currency, so people could get into the game, kind of learn how they're going to earn currency to upgrade their weapons, um, how that earned currency is going to work, and then at some later point in time, they'll introduce that you know purchasable you know stuff that you can use to buy, I guess, colored hats and colored guns and whatever you buy in a battlefield game. So it's I think it's a good idea, um, especially with as hesitant as people have been around microtransactions and as confusing as microtransactions are in a lot of games where you don't know if you're, you know, pay to win or pay for cosmetics or pay for both or, I mean, some of those games, what was it? Uh, Shadow of War? War? That's a new one, right? That had like three or four different kinds of currency and some of them you could buy and some of them you could earn. It's just it's too confusing. So, I guess this is a good move. Good. Good for them. Is anybody going to play this? Oh, absolutely not. No. No. Okay. I liked the Battlefield games, but at some point, I'm just not going to play it anymore. I don't know. I just, like, you know, I, I played Battlefield 1. I played the, the single-player parts of Battlefield 1, and I didn't find them terribly compelling. Yeah. Um, they're fun, and some of them were more fun than the others, but the online multiplayer part of it has no... Uh, I guess I guess the way I would say it is I'd way rather play Red Dead Redemption online. I'd way rather play Fallout 76 online. Next year I'm going to way rather play uh Anthem online. I just don't I don't want to spend a bunch of time getting the skill necessary to play Battlefield. To me it's one of those games that you have to invest a bunch of time into. Um the people that buy those games I think are the people that buy two or three games a year. They're not the people like us that right. buy Way too many. Way too many games a year. a night. You know, yeah. So it, I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, I would like just, a beer and three games, please. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Adam's Fridays. Uh, cool. Well, so the Nintendo Switch, it has outsold now officially the GameCube. And the Wii U, just and, in case well, you were wondering. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it outsold the Wii U in the first, like, four months, didn't it? It was basically like, man, we're done. Uh, Wii U sold 13 million. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, probably 10, the first year. 
Yeah. So it's uh, it's a lot of. I mean, twenty two cons or twenty two million consoles is a lot. Yeah, because and the GameCube byte was not a flop. Um, I mean, it was not Nintendo's most successful system by any means, but it wasn't wasn't a flop. Yeah. So I love the, my Nintendo GameCube. That is probably my favorite system. I don't think I've ever actually played one. Mm. Like I don't know if I've, I've got even. One. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've even actually ever like. I mean, like literally, I don't think I've ever like held a controller and played a GameCube game. I missed that entire generation. Uh, what was interesting about this, too, is they also released the sales numbers, though, um, for the games. Um, and it's interesting because, like, Breath of the Wild for a long time actually had a 100% or 105, 106% sell rate where they actually had sold more copies of that right. than they had consoles. And that's it. It's still it sold just over 10 million copies, but uh, it's no longer the the best selling game on the platform. So I want to say the best selling game on this on it is now like Mario Kart. It's, it's Mario Odyssey actually. Oh really? Um, it sold sold 12.7 million, and then Mario Kart is uh, about a million behind that at 11. Oh wow, 7 million. That's insane. Um, then hmm. Breath of the Wild at 10.2, and then Splatoon is fourth way behind that, 7.5 million essentially. So, um, but they also sold a million. 3ds's in the last six months so which is shocking to me um but i mean they're i guess they're really cheap now and they're still putting out games i mean the 3ds you can get the 3ds uh the new nintendo 3ds xl for 150 dang that's a good deal or no that's it's 199 the 2ds xl oh yeah, sure yeah so, it's uh, that's really 150 which is really like all you are. need i mean i was a fan of the 3d i actually liked the 3d I for certain like games all, yeah. i thought it worked great yeah it was cool at some like well, sometimes but it, it worked yeah, I uh, my I mean my kids one of my kids best friends just got a 3ds for his birthday. Yeah. So I mean it's still something there. Hell so. yeah, I like mine. Yeah. All mine. right, let's get back to the big. Uh, what do we want to call it? The horse in the room. I was just gonna say yeah. the, the horse in the room. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Speaking of sales, isn't doing too uh, too, too poorly in its no own, is it? no it's not it is I think. I would guess, like, the math is a little fuzzy, but so I guess the big number is they sold $725 million worth of Red Dead Redemption 2, and that's sold through. That is not, not stopped in moved. stores. Yeah. That is physical that is actually, copies that have been sold, wow. which is a lot. And so if you do the math on that, like, if you if you just divide that number by 60, mm-hmm. you get, uh, like, $12.5 million. Um, it's probably that's probably not right though because I'm sure a lot of people bought the deluxe edition. A lot of people probably bought the super expensive hundred dollar edition. So I didn't buy that one. Of course you did. <laughs> um, but I mean that's still probably somewhere between like it's between ten and yeah nine and eleven million copies of that game in three days. That's week. That's the weekend sales rate. That's not even the whole. week. I think that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday is is what I believe. Wow. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because when GTA Five oh, came three out, three days, yes, yeah, yeah, when GTA Five came out, that was a billion dollars in three days. But that was like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It, they said that it's the second highest grossing entertainment launch, so that includes movies of uh, ever. Uh, and the only other one that's sold more than that is Grand Theft Auto Five. That's insane. That's yeah, which made a billion dollars in its first three days. So, who owns stock in Rockstar? Oof. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's, I don't even, I mean, they're part of Take-Two, right? Yeah. Take-Two Interactive, so I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I think that the actual answer, though, is a lot of that money is goes to the Housers. It's, uh, they, I, I, I kind of wonder if Rockstar itself is privately owned, but I don't know. So, I don't know. There's been a lot of brouhaha lately about Rockstar's, brouhaha, brouhaha. Uh, Rockstar's. Sounds like a very red, red dead word right. thing. Labor problems, and, and they're saying oh. that, that, you know. Hey, couldn't they just 
pay these people more? And, and the answer is yeah, but a lot of their money is actually going to their two founders. So uh, that's nuts. Yep, crazy. It's a lot of money. It's a um, lot of money. So Red Dead Redemption Two. We were talking about the the visuals um, earlier, at least off the yeah. off the show. Um, so let's talk about this. Red Dead Redemption Two HDR support seems to serve no. Yeah. Purpose, kind of order, which to, is weird. Like Digital Foundry and Eurogamer. And they said that really when you turn on HDR mode, all it does is kind of wrap it in an HDR container and the graphics don't change. Which might be why if you're playing a lot of like I, I booted up Assassin's Creed Origins, and that game is so bright mm-hmm. and like Colorful and stuff like it almost took me a couple minutes every time I'd play to like kind of adjust adjust to yeah. how much color there is in that game and how bright it is. And by contrast, Red Dead Redemption feels a little bit more drab. Um, and it it kind of makes sense thematically. Um, and that's what they said that maybe it's even just them wanting that game to feel a little more cinema like, um, where a lot of movies aren't. I mean, there are movies certainly that are big, bright, colorful, whatever, but that tends to fit the theme of it. And the theme of Red Dead is is really the Old West. Like we were saying, it's kind of dirty. It's yeah. kind of dingy. It's, you know, you're out in, you know, the prairie where, yeah, there's some green trees, but there's also a lot of brown dirt and a lot of, you know, yellow prairie grass and that kind of thing. And so maybe maybe they don't want a big, brilliant, you know, presentation of HDR, but literally... What they're saying happens is you turn on HDR on Red Dead Redemption, it wraps it in an HDR container, so your TV will say HDR, and that's all that happens. There's not any of the magic that we see happen with games that really make use of HDR. So, according to what they've seen, there's no difference between HDR on and HDR off. And the downside of that being is that because it doesn't know how to react to the brightness of those pixels, the game can look a little dull, but also it can look a little dark from a how much light your TV is putting out perspective. So, hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. I mess around with the HDR setting, um, the, 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 what is it, the knit, the luminance setting yeah. when you go right into yeah, Red Dead? Yeah, and it says, it recommends you put it at 100. For LCD and then 300 for OLED. Well, I cranked that thing up to like 400. Yeah. Not even lying, because I've got my TV, I've got a Sony, and, and I like it, but for whatever reason, the HDR on that TV, it's it's good, but Not when great. it's dark, it looks dark gray. Yeah. It's just the black output's just not that great. So I crank up the brightness and stuff so I can really bring the yeah. the black level down on the TV and really make it look yeah. really good. But I I thought it looked pretty freaking fantastic with the HDR quote-unquote on. Yeah, and that's what they said. That if you push it all the way up, though, like it, it messes with the presentation of lightness, too. So, yeah, I mean, it looks... it. I don't think, like we were saying earlier, there's nothing wrong with the way this game looks. Right. Like, it looks great. The animation's great. Um, the character models are great. The prairie looks great. The water looks great. Everything looks great. But it doesn't... It doesn't look greater than anything else like it looks like assassin's creed it looks like forza it looks like all those great looking games you've seen come out lately that look great because you know it's another triple a game that looks great so i, I and made almost a billion dollars in three days but you know and i think that the reality is that we're getting to a place in graphics where the return on making something look better than great 
is nothing. Is nothing. Yeah. You know, you, even, you know, we were talking, we talked about the ray tracing stuff that's coming out in the new NVIDIA RX series. It's cool. But really all it adds is like shadows and reflections and stuff. You but know? do you think taking the pressure off of whatever systems are running to make those light reflections or whatever, do you think taking the pressure off of whatever is currently handling that and putting it somewhere else will give any more horsepower to better I mean, maybe, maybe, but I mean, at some point... I don't know how that works. I'm just making stuff up. Yeah, and I I don't know. The answer is I don't know. But I mean, you've got to kind of wonder at what point... Like, the difference between an SDTV and an HDTV was huge. I remember when I bought my... uh, I remember when I got my 720p TV and it had a 1080i option. And watching the first Transformers on a Blu-ray player... yeah. I lost my mind. I was like, this looks better than a movie. It's so good. And now I watch that TV yeah. just randomly, and I'm all, ugh, ugh. What, what, ugh yeah. what is this crap? But I remember when I got my, I think my Xbox 360, and I got Assassin's Creed, and loaded up, I'm like, I can't read any of the menus. Like, it mm-hmm. supported SD, but you couldn't, like, I, yeah, I couldn't read anything on the screen. It was, and so, I mean, I bought a 360, and then about, I don't know, a week later, went and bought a 1080 TV because you needed it. And there was a huge difference between that, like, what, what's, is that 320? 480. 480. There's a big difference between that 480 and 1080. Oh, yeah. Um, or even 480 and 720. But, like, I don't see that same jump from, 1080 to 4K very often. Like you'll see it. You know, like I have the 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 uh, Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. um, the super fancy Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. and it looks really, really oh, good. Yeah. It looks really, really good. And the HDR looks really, really good, and it's beautiful. But I don't think you're gonna like jumping f- to 6K or 8K isn't gonna be that same. I don't think it's you know. No. And so, so the real question is is What's the next jump? And maybe it's this ray tracing stuff. Maybe, you know, more realistic reflections, more realistic fire, more realistic lighting. That's cool. But I don't I don't think you're going to we might have kind of peaked at beautiful. Right. <laughs> um, or at least peaked at beautiful for the next while. And I mean, that's probably OK, right? Like these games, look, okay these games, these look, games look really good. They look really good. So. I mean, until they start beaming the video games into like my head so Your I can mind. play them on the inside yeah. of my eyeballs. But I mean, maybe whatever. that's the reality. Maybe the maybe the next place we see like big gains in resolution is in VR. Yeah. You know, VR right now looks good, but it doesn't look great. No. So it does not, you know, it. But dang, this game looks real, real, real good. Mm-hmm. Um. The the one thing you know, so have you guys used the app for it yet? The companion app? No, I forgot about that. So thank you for. I guess we first of all, that first of all, there is a companion. It. Oh, you did talk about it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I downloaded. I have not played with it yet, but I was talking to Vinny with it la- about it last night, and he said, you know, the one thing I really wish I could do is pull up the companion app on a second monitor, and so maybe that's where you could see like graphics improving, like the ability for a video game to drive two monitors. Um, okay, and you know, like some of them can't. Like you can do things with like a lot of racing games and and uh, flight sim games where you actually wrap the, the peripherals around yeah. onto second monitor, so you have a, more of a cockpit. So I mean, it's not that they can't do it, but maybe that's the next step where you could actually have a second screen for your maps, or a second screen for health monitors, or a second screen for all that kind of stuff that actually lives within your computer or within your your TV. So you have a that, maxi a, map instead of a mini map. Yeah, that'd be a cool thing to be able to do with with extra, you know, graphical hardware. I'd be into it. Me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, go team. Um so wrapping up our little news section, have you guys watched the Netflix uh 
Castlevania. Series. I only watched the, the new one. Yeah, I only watched not the first the new season. I guess. Oh, you watched the first season though. I watched the of. first two episodes of the first season. I really liked it. It's so good. Wacky. Yeah. It's really, really, I'm not really a good. Huge anime person. Um, I am. Well, and it's it's one of those. I mean, like it's it's dumb, but like most TV I watch, I watch with my wife, and she was not. Um, oh, I'm super sure. enthralled by Castlevania. Shockingly I can't enough, imagine. like an ultra violent anime cartoon um, right. for a video game that she has absolutely no knowledge of. Oh, I love those um, games too. Um, well, it's really, really good. If you haven't seen it, the new season is now streaming on Netflix, which evidently, I've not, I've not watched the new season yet, but everybody's just like, this is I what a video good. game adaptation should be. This is what you, this is how you use the source material. This is how you do it. Um, which is good news that it's getting such good reviews because the Castlevania producer, uh, for the show on Netflix, what's his name again? Uh, something Shankar. That guy. Yeah. Uh, Addy, Addy Shankar. Shankar. Um, there's a new rumor suggesting he's going to be adapting The Legend of Zelda into a TV series, which could be for a very bloody Zelda show. Do you think that works? Like, if you so, compare it to I mean, I think, we should, I think we should also talk about the fact that this would be the second time that uh, Zelda has come to... Yeah, what the, was his first show? I don't know, The Legend of Their, Zelda TV the, show. Her like, first show, in sorry. In the 90s. Uh, well, I mean, it was Link Zelda, whatever. You know, they they had a TV show together. I don't remember what it was called. Um, and hmm. I, it only ran for like 13 episodes, but I don't know. Do you think that that, do you think that, that aesthetic works? Yes. For, really? Yes. Do you think that, do you think it would be an, like a, an extra violent? <clears throat> I don't think it would have to be. What do you think that would be? I, like, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a really hard time imagining how that would work. Like, how do you envision that 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 show? Hmm. I don't. Are we in the questions portion already? No. Well, no. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of. I would see it set in a world like Breath of the Wild. Sure. For sure. Even that that aesthetic of Breath of the Wild, that cell shaded and, and that. the, the character fair. models yeah. and everything. Like they're very. They're not like a direct copy of an anime but i mean you could see the anime influence yeah, in the character models that. and stuff um so it would at least look like breath of the wild i think do you think the swords would break in the in the show absolutely absolutely yes <laughs> yeah in I, fact that's become i feel like that's become such a thing where people like to complain about that that they would have to write have that into to, some show yeah. just because i uh I, it's it's i'm having a hard time forming it in my head but i would something i'd definitely like to watch i, oh, like, hell I yeah. like that uh i like that world i like those characters um link never talks though does he yeah <laughs> not i was thinking much <laughs> not in the games anyway a silent protagonist in a tv show i can yeah be interesting i mean that would save on like voice casting Vio. <laughs> yeah i'd watch it would you watch it that's a no i don't know <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time trying to decide what it would be. Like. I, I agree. Yeah. I, but I, I mean, I would like to see it happen. I'd like to see what they can do. Just I think. so we can be like, meh. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, that's like, not I, I really enjoyed Castlevania, but I just haven't finished it out. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to get back to it. Yeah, the show is so good. Yeah. So good. I mean, it's... it's I really need so like a, a, a bus commute so I can like watch those things on an iPad yeah. while I'm driving. Why don't you do that? Um, because my driving commute's an hour, but my bus commute's like an hour and 45 minutes. So that's like three episodes of Castlevania a day. It's true. It's Sad. true. In one way. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's all your news that is news that we need to worry about talking about this week. Uh, also, if you'd like to keep up to date on news, make sure you enable the Bite Me skill on your Alexa or your Echo device or whatever. Um, and you can get the Bite Me QTE. It's a daily, less than five minute update of the biggest news headlines that we feel 
are the most important. Every once in a while it goes like 501, 502, and I feel real bad. I know, because then it gets cut off. No, no. It oh, it doesn't d- cut it off? It does not. But oh, okay. I just feel bad about it. Because like, eh. I promise it's going to be five minutes, and I'm like, oh, 502. I think the sorry. most I've gone is three minutes and 58 seconds. Yeah, I've gone, f- I've gone around five quite a few times. Meh. You like to talk. I do. That's true. You've got things to say. <laughs> I do. Um, and we've got questions to answer. Thanks to uh, Joe Coleslaw, Zero Skill, Turn Down for What, Jacob, and... Go Vinny. Yeah? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, well, what Vinny, do you want? <laughs> Vinny wants to know, when you play an RPG, how do you go about naming your character? Do you make one from scratch each time, use the same one? What is your process when naming your character? P.S. to that, I want to know your guys' horses' names in Red Dead. You can name your horses? Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I said. I'm like, my horse is named Horse, presumably. Yeah. Well, Mine's is Bear. But it's a horse. Yeah. I know you can name your horses in Zelda. Really? He looked yeah. like a bear. Not like the animal, but he looked like his name would be Bear if he was an animal with a name. That's fair. He is. Um, so, the process in naming your characters in random RPGs. Nine times out of ten, if I'm given the option to name a character in an RPG, I just stick with whatever the stock name is for that character. Really? I will often go with a yeah. stock name. I mean, I used to, when I was a kid, I would change, or I would be like, I'm going to play all through I this Final Fantasy face. game. Yeah, I'm going to be like... Master Zord or whatever, and I. First of all, you realize real quickly you can't get that many characters in a in a name right. on a sixteen bit RPG. So screwed that. But then it became like there was Cloud and there was Eris and there were all these characters in these games that you could change their names in Final Fantasy VII. But it was such a massively popular game that if ten years later all you'd done was play that game once, renamed all the characters yourself, and then all of a sudden people are talking about this great game, you're like, who are you talking about? So what about games where you create your own character, though? Because that, my, my assumption was that's what he was talking about. So oh. like, a, like an RPG where you have a character creator and right. then you can name that character. Can you name your character in Far Cry? Mm, I just thought I was no. white dude. I think or was, whatever dude. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm thinking more like probably Skyrim, Skyrim or, or ESO or oh. you know or even Fallout. Like Fallout, I think you could name your character. Clayton. Um, Bruce. I don't even. So I've you been watching too much Cheers. <laughs> so you don't have like a default name you use no. for all that? Interesting. I if I have if I if it doesn't come with a name, I usually give it my own. It's just it's just a West prod. I don't often <laughs> use my own name because that doesn't sound very tough. <laughs> Dylan just conquered yeah. the dragon. And like, you realize no. sometimes where you're like, oh, I'm going to do this cool name, and then you realize when it like inputs it in the dialogue, you're like, that sounds so stupid. <laughs> like, do you? So when you played Forza, what name did you choose? Mine, but I'm a girl. And so I'm her name is Dylan. Oh, yeah. that's, that's cool. cool. Girls see? named Dylan are so cool. See that? See that was see yeah. was a little twist. Why didn't you just name yourself Sarah? Why would I do that? Because it's a. Why would dude. I do that? Anyway, um, <laughs> I. <laughs> So, it, it, because it knows my last name, Cliff is not in it because it's like the most unpopular name in the world. My brother's um, name. I forget about that. There's there's so few of us though. Like it, there's just not very many Cliffs. Um, but Johnson is, and so it would call me Johnson in the game, and I'm like, well, that's weird because like first of all, if your last name's Johnson, you know, if your if your last name's Hubber, like your gym coach probably calls you that. Like yes. there's there's a bunch Hubber. of people that call you that. Your last name's Johnson. That never happens because there's four other Johnsons in that class with you. So no one ever is like, hey Johnson, come here. Like it just Unless for whatever reason I feel like if you were in the military. Probably. That probably would work. Private but then, Johnson. But then four people would step forward, you know Exactly. And they don't really care and they would just get that means I get to yell at three other people. Uh-huh. 
And so that was super awkward. So I don't remember what I changed it to. I think Speedy <laughs> was one of them. Oh. Um, for RPGs, though, I always name them some 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 take on Loki, which has been my like Steam name and my it was my like WoW character name. 15 years Before ago. Before Loki any... Yeah, but it was named after Loki, the the like the Norse god from the Dogma movies, the um, Matt... Um, Matt Damon? Matt Damon's character Matt in, Damon. in Dogma, and which I thought was really cool at the time, and then all of a sudden all these stupid Avenger movies came out, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm named You're after like, the, uh... like, you know, whatever. I mean, he's still a cool character. But yeah, it's usually like L-O-W-K-I-I, because Loki's usually taken, or sometimes right. there's an apostrophe in it, but almost always that's what it is, unless it's a game like... Loki-E. Yeah, unless it's a game like um, Fallout or something where I usually have a, a more normal name because that would be a real weird name for a. Uh, I also know. base it, yeah, on what kind of. If my, am I an orc or am I yeah, a I guess, human? I guess am I would I say a... in fantasy style games sure. or sci fi kind of games, even. I'm usually a Loki. So. I think it'd be cool to be an orc named Adam. That would be cool. I would be okay cool. with that. No. Um, yeah. I will be They'd naming. It would murder your face. Going forward, I will be naming my horse in Red Dead <laughs> Susan, though. Really? Yes. Good. Good call. Yeah. Did you kill her? Do either of you guys watch Doctor Who? you name her Susan, too? No, I've not watched the new Doctor Who yet. Have you watched the, the Matt Smith era Doctor oh, Who? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's when he's he's on the cowboy world, and the horse is named Susan, and he wants you to respect his life choices. Why did I choose the name Susan for Dylan? I don't know, because you want him to respect his Sarah. life choices. You did, did say Sarah. Sarah. You I said Sarah. I said Susan. What if you name her? Either Go way. Ahead. I'm just, <laughs> just imagine the big horse balls I've not seen that either anyway you haven't oh. seen riding your horse around in a big I have not I've noticed literally no. ridden my horse in the snow balls. and I haven't That's gotten just the wrong. horses definitely have balls I feel bad about the person who had to crunch 100 hours a week to gift right? your horse junk That's realistic nuts. junk junk all right, thanks for your question, Vinny, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, up next, Jacob wants to know, would you guys rather play a game where your decisions change the game or a more linear story, and why? Um, I miss linear stories. I kind of miss the whole, like, this is what you're doing, this is where you're going, get it done, and then you move on. I kind of miss that being the main way you play a game. I... So you guys both played Firewatch, right? Yes. So I think the most interesting thing about Firewatch is that you make choices all throughout that game and none of them mean anything. Right. Like it's just the illusion of it's choice. It's just the illusion of choice. And I, I kind of almost like that a little better. Like you're still doing things, you're still interacting with things, but they don't matter because the reality is is in a world in a world yeah, where a, world. a million games are coming out in the next month, I'm never gonna play a game twice. Like I don't it doesn't you matter. You might buy them five times, but you're not going to play it more than maybe right. 30 minutes. God, that's so. right. But you know what I mean? Like, choice is great if I ever had a chance to go back and make different choices. Um, and I guess I kind of like games that have, like, a good side and a bad side. Like, you can make you can make good choices that make you a good person. You can make bad choices that make you a bad person. But I always make Infamous. the good choices anyway. Right. So it doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. I. I like the idea of choice, but I don't ever take it, I guess. So maybe it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, and I don't think the game, I mean, I know games have come a long way when it comes to the, you know, choose this, go this way, choose this, go that way. And it really affects the overall story. But those are far and few between. I still feel like the choice thing uh, in games is still almost just, again, the illusion of choice. And to me, what I want from choice, 
I think more than anything is is it's not even the illusion of choice. It's that you make all these choices in the video game, and then in the last four minutes, we show you what all those choices mean. Right. You know, the choices affect your ending. What I want in games is like I will give you a very specific instance. Um, I'm playing Far Cry Five, right? And are you guys familiar with the effectively the P tape mission? No. So you get a mission from a guy who is a CIA operative that they have found compromising material on a VHS tape that is is effectively the the P tape that everyone talks about that the president has, right? The uh-huh. real the real president. Uh-huh. And you have to go to someone's house and get that and then give it to the CIA operative and he's going to have it destroyed. I want the choice to say screw you, buddy, <laughs> and not do that. Right. I want the choice in games to get to choose how I do missions. Um, you know, whether I'm going to do them the way they want, whether I'm going to do them not the way they want. I don't want to have to go these rote things. I don't, I would like the choice of, do I kill someone or do I not kill someone? Can I do this, you know, in a super violent way or is there another way I can do that doesn't involve shooting someone? Um, those are the choices I want to make. I don't want to make choices that are, you know, hey, you know, you made this choice 75% of the time, so you got the good ending. That's that's not what I want. I want choices in the game that affect the gameplay, not choices that affect the game ending. Okay. Um, that's basically what I was going to say. Um, and Sorry. it is funny, unless you <laughs> unless you ever play a game twice, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Because whatever choices you made, it is the illusion of choice until you play the game again. Yep. Um, and the, the one of the problems, I think, with choice, too, is... You don't control the story yeah. when you choose it. Um, so because you're not being directed in a certain way, like the ending might not be as good. The the game might not play out as well because you made the choices that aren't as interesting yep. and aren't as compelling. So I think that's interesting. And it, it's harder to craft a good story that has branching paths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes that is fun. Um, and I, I agree that, like, I want choices that actually affect, which is even, like, in Red Dead, like, I think they give you just enough choice in that game where it's like, you can save this random stranger, and he might buy you something later when you see him in town the next time and he recognizes you. Yeah. That's interesting gameplay. That's, cool. That's really <clears throat> interesting is when little things, little details like that, but overall the story is predetermined. Um, a game like Heavy Rain or even Until Dawn, Literally, the whole game is choice, and everything you do and every choice you make will probably somehow people will die or not die, and those people will disappear from the story. And it, that those choices feel really good. Um, I think there's um, parts in GTA games like GTA 4 where you chose to kill one person or the other, like you had to pick a side. That's kind of interesting um, because you you you. You have a storyline with both of these characters, and based on what you did with them, you have to now actually make a personal decision on who did you like more or moral, which morally correct decision to erase that character from the game, mm-hmm. I guess. So I have a question. When you guys get to one of those points in the game, do you choose blindly based on your interaction with the game and what you feel about the game and your interaction with those characters, or do you look it up and see which choice oh. will get you to a certain direction? Never. I've never, never looked, I've never looked up. it up. I literally do it almost every single <laughs> really? time. Yeah. No, because so I was playing Red Dead, and the first the first choice that you get to make is one of the O'Driscoll boys in oh, the yeah, barn. I just killed him. Yeah, and it was like, do you want to, you know, spare him, or what is it, mercy, or, or choke him out? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to kill this dude, and I choked him. And I guess for me more, I'm thinking... Things that you can tell are obviously big game-changing events, mm. you know. Um, 
Probably the biggest one that I regret is I, man, I don't remember what character it was. I saved Ashley instead of the Krogan guy in uh, Mass Effect 1, yeah. I want to say. And so he was not in 2 or 3 for me. Um, and it's crappy because the chick you save is not a good so character. So, like, if you save or whatever a person in the first one of those games? Yeah. carried into the second one. If, if you choose to. Yeah. yeah, you can always start uh, a new game. And it wasn't. But it wasn't that nuts. I didn't have. It wasn't. I would have preferred to save him, but I didn't have like a high enough intelligence or high enough whatever to actually be able to save him, and so he got he died. Oh, and it was no. and the the person you saved is is yeah. terrible, as I recall. <laughs> like she's like space she's a, alien racist. Yeah. I think. Wow. <laughs> like, I think I might have done the same thing. Yeah. Too. And it, like I would have preferred to save him. My brother gives me crap for it all the time, <laughs> but I didn't save. I don't remember what his name is. Yeah, uh, I think Krogan yeah. guy. Um, I really enjoyed the Mass Effects for that reason, but I think at the core of the choices in Mass Effect is exactly what I don't really like about mm-hmm. the choices because it's so linear, it's so A, B, which yep. is, I enjoy Telltale games, but they're exactly the same way. It's yep. like you have two choices, and you might think you're making the choice to save this character, but actually the other character dies. So it really, well, you don't like, really, Yeah, at, at least in Telltale, I like that you make a choice and that might aff- like you might think you're making the choice to save someone, but then a zombie comes out and eats the other person. Like so, you don't you didn't know you just made a choice, and then something else might happen. But at the end of the day, it's like A or B. Well, it's the one. writing and the production value on those games. At least it made it feel like you were making a choice. It, yeah, as fake as that choice actually was. At right. least the writing and the the production of it all made it feel you know relevant. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, The Witcher three actually the big like game changing choices. There's a timer on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I ugh. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, in I games. hate Heavy that rain. so much. Heavy rain is just like that. All the choices you make depending on how important or how much time you actually have. Like, is like if a car is driving at you head on, you have that much time to make your choice right or left. Ugh. And if you don't, head on collision, the character's dead. Move on to the other characters in the game. Like. I like that it was part of the game. So if it was just a conversation with someone, you'd have as much time as you wanted, unless they were like, you're ignoring me, I'm leaving. Like, right. Yeah. So, oh, okay, yeah. Like, that's... And the funny thing is, is it didn't, like, over, or uh, Oxen Free was the same way, where you had the ability, like, if you didn't answer someone fast the enough, conversation the conversation would keep you. going. And I was, like, okay with that, um, because that. But there were a couple of times where I didn't hit it, I hit it just enough, slow, yeah. just too yeah. slow. There were a couple of them that are real quickly, fast, yeah. too. And it but, just kind of, like, there was two things going and on And The once. Witcher, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, well, I, I just got died. an okay ending in that game, but I didn't get the best one, so, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, thank you for that question, Jacob. Up next, turn down for what wants to know, and I'm assuming this has to do with Red Dead Redemption 2 because I read about some of this stuff and I thought it was interesting because I don't think I've seen this before. Sure. Um, how do you feel about pre-order bonuses you still have to unlock as opposed to having them as soon as you start the game up? I said ass because somebody put ass in there. Oh, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I noticed with the, because I got the $100 Ultimate Edition because <laughs> I'm smart. Um, and I get like a certain horse and a certain this and a blah, 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 blah. But I don't get it right off the bat. I have to still go through parts of the story or collect certain things in order to collect my bonus. So my quick thought on that is actually I'm not too mad about that because the one thing that I hate more than anything else, and I've done that with Assassin's Creed or Origins, and I did it with The Division, and I did it with a couple other things or God of War. Yes, you get this awesome thing right out of the gate it's so good and 20 minutes later it's freaking useless yeah. right. it's pointless that's the worst like it's like wow that was, mm, that was real good 
Um, so I kind of like the idea that you have to work a little bit for it because at least you know when you get to it, you're going to have it. You're not soured out on it instantly. Yeah. Like, you're going to have it for a while because it's at a certain level that you have to get to before you can get it. So I fair. like and I like the idea of it lasting or being more relevant for a bit longer. Yeah. I think pre-order bonuses are complete crap. That's fine. So, um, Thanks for your input. Yeah. Have fun uh, in so Florida. That, that's my thought about <laughs> pre-order bonuses having to do anything with them. I think they're stupid. Yeah. And I, I, I'm happy that they are not as stupid as they used to be, where you know the Target edition was different than the GameStop edition yeah. was different for the whatever. But I think they're dumb. Like I think there's no reason to pre-order games and video games like gamifying now, pre-orders is stupid. Dirty secret. I did not pre-order Red Dead 2. I, I bought it after it was out. <laughs> For Dirty Secret, I actually did pre-order Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, there's a pre-order bonus, and then there's the just the stuff you get. Yeah. I got the, the stuff. The big the extra bonus. I pre-ordered it, but only because I wanted it to be installed and ready when I got home from vacation. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, I don't really care. I, <laughs> I don't mind getting, like... I remember, like, when you pre-ordered, like, Saints Row, you got, like, a shark zooka. I'm like, that's dope. Like... <laughs> Uh, like I don't, it it doesn't really matter. Don't don't give people stuff that is just like super amazing that just like ruins the game for other people. I right. guess, but other than that, like, it is stupid that like I can't get that thing if I didn't pre-order the game. Sure, it's dumb. Um, in Red Dead, the only thing I think is weird is like you don't have to unlock anything. Like your pre-order bonuses are all available to you. You just have to know how to get them. Um, you go to the horse table and get your horse that you got, or you go to the guns, like the gun shop and buy the free gun that you got. So, See, but I thought, I thought, I remember reading, I thought you had to get certain level this or do certain you things You have to get that. past the intro part of the mission, I think. Like, oh, you start in the snow, once you're out of that and have free, I think, I'm pretty sure, because, like, there's a couple guns when you go to the, the gun store... <laughs> Gun shop. Gunsmith? <laughs> the gunsmith. The gunsmith. I was going to say gunsmith, but I'm like, he is a gunsmith and he has a gun store. There you go. Um, he has a, like, there are multiple weapons that you can get for free. So I assume oh. those are your pre-order bonuses. The same way when you go and get your first horse from the stable, there's a couple options of horses that don't cost any money. Those are your pre-order horses. Gotcha. Um, so your war horse is in there, whether you thought that you had a war horse or not. And you're like, where's my war horse? It's like, it's at the stable if you want it. Like, gotcha. I, I think it's kind of weird that you don't really know that and it's just there. But at the same time, I... That kind of goes along with the game. So, so. This, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but one thing that Red Dead did that I think is really cool is there are cheat codes for, for Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> yep, there's that they're, too. They're in the newspapers. Oh, they're um, in the papers. That's how you find them. Yeah, but it's, it's... I was wondering where they were all coming from, and people, like, I saw multiple updates of all yeah. the cheat codes. I love the idea that it has cheat codes in it, though. Like, and I don't, they're actually in the game. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So and I don't know if I'll use them or on, not, but I like Once you turn that. them on, they're on. You just have to go and click it. Yeah. Right. You know? But yeah. if you use them... I assume you lose it, achievements. Yeah, it disables... Yeah, I don't. I still don't understand the appeal of achievements and yeah. trophies and crap like that. Same. What's the point? Yeah. It's it's, not, oh, look at this digital it's trophy. Gamification of games. So whatever. Okay. I I find it better now that I think it's interesting that like if you just have Xbox idling, it'll show you like how many people have it got you the achievements. Yeah. And when there's wacky achievements that you like, you like aren't really purposeful achievements, but more like because some of them are just weird, arbitrary things. Like I don't know, like shoot five people in the big toe like yeah. <laughs> and you've seen like 
0.7% of people in the world have shot five people in the big toe. Like, that's kind of interesting. Like, at least, like, at least giving those statistics is something of value. I never go after them on purpose, but every once in a while I'll get one of those platinum ones where, the, like, the gem comes yeah. on screen. I'm like, ooh, that's fun. Right, so, I did something so, cool. Yeah. All right, and part two from Turn Down for What, he would like to know, what would your ideal extra life setup be? So, now that extra life is in because like extra life here. What what would what would we do if we weren't in your if we weren't room? going to my house? <laughs> we had my, unlimited resources. My house is not the perfect. It works. It's got a nice couch. It's, yeah, it's fine. I got a nice couch. Seats a lot. Yeah. I don't have the the tiered seating anymore. There's not the other couch behind yeah. the couch. Which is this right. orchestral so. seating would be uh, yeah, would yeah. be awesome. Oh yeah. I uh, I have played video games in a movie theater before. How does that work? Not great. Okay. Is there um, a lot of latency? I, you know, I don't even know if it was a latency problem, it's but big. it's just too big. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. I think uh, like the best setup ever would actually be what Mansox is doing for Extra Life this weekend. Um, so he's doing it on Saturday, and he's opening up his arcade to oh, everyone. So, like, you could go, if you live in Indiana, you can go to his house and uh, play some arcade games. He's got, uh, like, some console set up. He's got a bunch of Raspberry Pis. He's oh, got fun. this theater set up. So he's going to do, like, two or three live streams. What? So, like, his house is going to be off the hook. We need to figure out a way to, to go. We need to, to monetize that, too. <laughs> well, actually, he's turning on the... Uh, the I think he's going to turn on his machine so they actually cost quarters to play, and then he'll donate that money to cool. Extra Life, too. Jeez. So That's awesome. Yeah, we just need to figure out a way to go to Indiana for Extra Life next totally. year. Totally. So that'd be pretty dope. I would just love to have, like, a wall of screens. Yeah. Like, you know, in the old 80s movies or whatever, they're like, look how high-tech we are, and there's, like, 50 screens yeah. with just a bunch of stuff. I, for whatever reason, that would be fun. I think it'd be way cool. I think that basically is the ideal Setup, situation, yeah. though, is to have... Other than having like a big land party, like kind of like throwback to the old school, get like five to six machines in I a room that. and play a full like whether it's Overwatch, League of Legends, Rainbow Six, any game with four player co op or anything like that to to all have your own TV, big giant TV in the room next. And I never to did the other. whole land party thing. Like I, I missed out on on all of that. I didn't do it a ton of times. I did it, but I did it three or four times, and it is yeah. so fun. There's it is system l- link parties, literally so it. fun. Oh, really? You actually brought all your Xbox your together? Ex- it was that, yeah. All our I actually did that at my house really recently. Um, my kid had three friends over, or two friends over, and we played Sea of Thieves on. I have enough Xboxes. That I was going to say, you, yeah. <laughs> so, it's not I, a land party. It's just everybody come play Cliff's Xboxes. Yeah, and so I set up all three of them, and so they each got an Xbox in it. I have enough TVs to make it work too, <laughs> and uh, it was pretty cool. They had fun playing How about Sea of we Thieves. Up four Xboxes on a boat <laughs> while playing Sea of Thieves. That'd be dope. What about playing Grand Theft Auto on a boat that you stole? In a moving car. <laughs> you can do that. Oh, yes. There it is. Uh, in the back of a giant stretch Hummer. Everybody's got their own. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm into. I think there could be some really fun kind of goofy ways to do Extra Life too. Right. Um, I don't know what, but I, I think that there could be some really fun ways to do it, What too. about the guy who owns, like, Virgin Airlines, like, just charter a flight? Yeah. You could all play in those little teeny seatback screens. Hell, yeah. <laughs> With their, like, 480p yeah. <laughs> resolution. Yeah. That'd be fun. Cool. Cool question. Thank you. All right. Up next, Zero Skill wants to know, since VR has now become polished and accessible enough for mainstream gaming, how intense immersive do you think VR accessories will become? Do you think there will be gear offered that can go as far as to mortally wound the player? 
I think that's called no. Um, <laughs> could you imagine it bringing about a whole new era of underground esports? <laughs> Something uh, like Gladiator Games or CSGO Real Death. I, it's like I mean, fight, the, like a VR fight club where you actually take a punch. The answer is no. I would not like that. But like this set off, like I want to read this book or see this movie where you know it's some sort of you know like yeah fight club to the death, some sort of you know whatever wow. that you sign up for, and you know you can make millions of dollars in this post-apocalyptic you know nightmare scenario. I'm but you sure could also die like too. <laughs> well, but in VR, you know, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. but it, they. Didn't they do Ready Player One? Well, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Though, like, yeah. I think it's a, it's a. I mean, obviously, the answer is no, right? But like, the idea of it is really cool. So, aren't they now? Maybe I'm confusing the movie with real life, but aren't they making like haptic feedback yeah. type vests and stuff yep. where you like if you get punched or you get shot, you can actually feel the yeah. feel the hit. Yeah, they have gloves that you can do it, and yeah, they they are doing vests. They've got walking. I mean, the like accessories market for VR is really, really, really cool, but it's all like outlandishly expensive right. um, because there's just not that. It's not really consumer driven yeah. market yet. But I mean, yet. ten years from now, when we're all living like in stacked mobile homes, black yeah, exactly. market. <laughs> ten years from now, making a lot of assumptions. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it would not surprise me if there was some underground esports, like high stakes, like right. I, that wouldn't surprise me. But it's not. I don't think it would be any sort of. I would love to play like a laser tag type game, though, where you could actually you buzz. Well, you could feel a little buzz, or Ooh. you know, you're in a in a thing where they shoot your arm, and all of a sudden you can't use that arm anymore. You know, where like you'd have to get a headshot or a chest shot to actually kill the person, but you know, Ooh. they could play while they were injured, and so you'd know, you know, what they couldn't couldn't do. It'd be really cool if they could make that kind of thing happen. Michael <laughs> Michael Vick VR experience. <laughs> It'd just be real bad. No, yeah. no, too much. No, too much. Way too much. No, too I'm much. just saying. Gross. Um, I think it's such a cool idea, though. Like, there's there's a there's a movie or a book in that question somewhere. Uh, now I'm just like trying to think of all the like what if what? Yeah, I don't even know. Like, how would you make like a, a suit to play Mario Odyssey in VR that like felt like you were actually stomping on a Goomba uh, or doing triple backflips while double right. jumping? Can you imagine what a double jump would feel like? Whoa, no. Riding around a Tyrannosaurus. It's probably like your stomach would feel like it's falling out of your It already feels like that when I play VR. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Zero Skill, for that. Uh, Joe Coleslaw would like to know, how do you feel about statements used in marketing a video game, such as best experienced on PS4 Pro? Uh, With Red Dead Redemption 2, Eurogamer and Digital Foundry have both concluded that the best running copy of the game is on Xbox One X because of Sony's exclusive exclusive marketing deal with Rockstar. Their hands are tied. Yeah, so they have to say it. Yeah, they have to say that. Um... I mean, marketing That's is marketing. marketing. Yeah. yeah. It, I find it frustrating when marketing deals... Like, I understand why marketing deals like that exist. Okay. Um, you know, Sony gives Rockstar money in order to make great games and the ability to say, best played on a PlayStation 4. Right. Fine. Um Marketing is never really true, though. No. Like, it's, What's it's funny is like when you see like a restaurant that's the best or something. Like we were talking about this right. the other yeah, day. Yeah, man, I wish I could remember like what there's that's weird called. laws that like you're allowed to make statements like it's that. It's called. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I learned this in a college class I took. I think it's called puffery. It's <laughs> it's the idea that you know world's best coffee, world's best whatever is like. 
everybody knows. It's such a dumb statement that everyone knows it's not true, mm-hmm. and so you don't have to be able to prove it. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, I think that's what you told me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it refers to an exaggeration or statement that no reasonable person would take. I love that. Um, so, but <laughs> we know a lot of people, and there's not a lot, a lot of, of reasonable people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To me, I think the biggest pro- – the thing I find most frustrating about that is when they say best played on PlayStation and so people don't realize it's available on other systems. Right. Um, like there are a lot of games that you push people- it as a PlayStation game instead of it's just a game. Yeah. Like- I'm also like – I think that the same thing where it's like, you know, console ex- – you know, limited console exclusive. Right. Um, all those kind of marking things yeah. ultimately I think are bad for gamers. Oh, yeah. Um, but what do you do? Like folks need money. Marketing people, marketing people ultimately need to get a percentage so they can I buy guess, their PS4 Pro. I guess I don't know. I think it's gross and I think it's stupid. But what do you do? Bunch of puffery. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I, I promise. After the revolution, we'll take care. But of But it's those like kind of you know, you walk into a restaurant, voted best, blah 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 blah, and then in fine print, it's like by three guys after a long night of you know. Playing Hearthstone. Yeah. I tell you, I have been to the best voted Mexican restaurant in the city I live in. That's, it's not good. Nope. nope, <laughs> nope. Like, who voted on this? Somebody's grandmother? I mean, we did have the highest rated Yelp restaurant in Seattle for a long time. Did we? Yeah. Paseo. Interesting. And it is that good. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I have to check this out then. I, uh, I distinctly <laughs> remember when, years and years and years ago, um, a guy came in from out of town to, to work with our team, and he's like, you know, I got some time tonight. Like, I should go see what, maybe I can, what, what is there to do around here? And I'm like, I don't live in this part of the, the city. I live, like, a bunch of, oh, so let's go on City Search. You guys remember City Search? Mm-hmm. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> and we'll find out what the best rated, he's like, I could use a steak. And we pulled up, like, the best rated steakhouse, and it was Sizzler, and I'm like... There's um, something wrong about there's that. There's something real wrong here. So, <laughs> Although, I've been to Sizzler, and it's not the worst steak. It is house. not. I love yeah. the salad bar, man. If you grill a steak in butter, it's fine. <laughs> I don't like... <laughs> That's a, there's some a, ketchup there's on a it. story a little in there I'll, I'll say later. But um, I, I like what th- about this question. I'm thinking, like, any game should just have printed on it best experience with an Xbox controller. <laughs> like, that's what I'm imagining. Jeez, right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> That's not, a, that's not a lie. That's, yeah. There's no puffery there. Yeah, right? All right. Well, thank you for the question, Joe Kolsla. Uh, real quick, we had a question come in right before we started the show. I didn't put it in the notes. Um, it came from a coworker. She is in marketing, actually. Um, and they're clearly going to uh, probably come up with something for a big holiday promotion. But she wants to know, can the three of y'all tell me what hot gaming things are big ticket gifts this holiday season or what y'all think it might be? As much as I don't want it to be, the stupid PlayStation Classic. I know. That's going to be nuts. I'm, oh, I can't believe that Puzzle we Fighter is going to be on it. We haven't even talked about that. Like, I know. We talked about it in QTE. Yeah. Puzzle Fighter is on it, which might mean that I spend $100 for a single video game. Do oh, it. yeah. Oh. I, I'm pretty sure I made a comment about the fact that we're both pretty excited uh, about that one game. I'm excited to finally play this dumb Puzzle game Fighter. that everyone's talking oh, about for so two years. Fun. Maybe we could, let's, let's, we'll each put $33 in and it'll be our Office PS1 Classic. Totally into it. Yeah. But there's some actually some, some really other good games, games on there, on like there Destruction too. Derby. Did yeah, you play? I love that yep. game. That was so much fun. And Ridge Racer is going to be a good one. Um, there was oh, a, Wild Arms and Final Fantasy Wild Arms VII, is great. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, um, so that's definitely a, a big ticket item. I think it's the Switch be will be a big seller this mm-hmm. this holiday season. Yeah. Um, I think that a number of games probably will be big sellers. Um, I'm sure they'll sell a bunch of Xboxes and, and PlayStations too. I'm really actually very excited to see 
uh, what kind of deals you're going to be able to get, like Black Friday for mm-hmm. Xbox and PlayStation, because they're, you know, they're really kind of hitting that end game. You've never seen like a super good deal on Xbox One X, so maybe this is the time where you can all of a sudden get an Xbox One X for three fifty or four hundred, mm-hmm. or you know, four hundred dollars with two game or five hundred dollars with two or three games. Yeah. Or you right know, now you get a game if you're lucky. Yeah, right. you know. two maybe, but. So I think there'll be some really good deals on that. Um, I would be really interested to see if they do like big deals around um, Game Pass. Did you guys talk last week about the 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 rumors that Game Pass is coming to PC? So yeah, yeah so yeah. I think it's actually confirmed that it's coming is to it? PC. Yeah, um, and it's I'm I don't know much more about that. I've not. I don't think there's much more to it. release than that. But yeah, you know, I, I think that. From a from a what's going to sell out this holiday season? I think it'll be the the PlayStation Classic for Um, sure, and I think that everything else will be. Maybe it won't be hard to get. Maybe there's enough. Well, I think we're going to see more deals. Like I know last year at one point we saw PS4s, just the basic PS4 Slims for uh, for two hundred bucks. Yeah, I think we're going to see them dip lower than that this year because last year you could get Xbox One Xs for one sixty one seventy. Yeah, maybe. Not one X's, one S's. One S's. Um, and I, I'm, one of those came with like the Forza Horizon 3 game. Yeah. So you, those were, that was last year, so I can't imagine they're going to be more expensive than that. No, that's valid. Um, plus, I think that Microsoft is going to make a big push around the Game Pass thing, but the uh, bundled uh, Xbox One S or the Xbox One X subscription kind of Agreed. service thing. Agreed. So I think they're really going to push that because when you look at it now, it's a good, good deal. Yep. And around the holidays, what's the best way to get your kids into gaming on the cheap? Yep. I don't have to go drop $600 on a system and a bunch of stuff. I wouldn't be shocked at all if you can buy a system with a year of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Which, oh man, could you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine being me or you? Well, this is the thing. Like, wake so up I, Christmas morning when you're like 10. Uh, having getting, 150 games. Oh, instead of one. <laughs> well, so I was looking through. I was like, oh, Game Pass has got blah, 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 new stuff. Let's go through here. And I'm going through Game Pass last night. I'm like... Why did I just spend $170 on two games? I'm shocked. Why? Because <laughs> there's, leagues on there now. there's so much good stuff on there. I so can't much. keep up. I literally can't keep up. <sighs> anyway, yeah. so there's the answer to that question that she's probably not going to hear because I don't know if she listens to the show. Whatever, so we'll have to cut her. this out and send I think it to that, her. Uh, I think it, I, I would not be shocked at all if uh, SNES and NES classics are, are big sellers oh, too. Yeah. Because they're actually back in stock now. They'll come yeah. back. They sold, I think, three or four million of those in the last six months. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Thank you, uh, lady who shall remain unnamed. Her name's Tori. Um, hey, Tori. Yeah. Mansox wants to wrap it, it up. Tori we work with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, Tori. <laughs> uh, Mansox with the most important question of the week, as always. What is your go-to soft drink? Do you do the do? I do do I, the do? I did the do for a long I time. I like do. I lo- do you guys like Code Red? I, I loved all Code the Mountain Red. Dew flavors. Yeah. No, because Baja Blast is the most disgusting well, thing oh, anybody love, has ever thrown into a soda I love cup. Baja Blast. Baja Blast. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. That's a, I don't I mean, <laughs> people who call it pop. Dr Pepper is also. I know that's delicious. a lot of people. See, I don't like Dr Pepper I love very much. Like, it's Dr okay. Pepper. It's, Those are my two. It's very cherry Dr Pepper. Yeah, cherry vanilla Dr. So are you Coke or Pepsi people? Coke by far. Pepsi is dung. No, it really depends because I really like Mountain Dew. I really like Fanta, and those are two like. Well, Fanta's I'm, not, Coke. I'm not saying like what brand do you like? I'm like, do you like Coke or literally Pepsi? Coke or literally Pepsi? Oh, um, it depends. No, you're wrong. It never does. Okay, well, that's it's always Coke. It's always Coke. I l- except Pepsi Vanilla was good. Yeah. And, and they, Crystal Pepsi was good too. Crystal Pepsi is very good. 
I agree. Um, feel and like Diet your teeth Pepsi is better than Diet Coke, but they're both garbage. So I guess if you want slightly better tasting garbage, Diet Pepsi is probably yes better tasting heard, garbage. Although I've at heard, one point in the yeah. '80s, I know that they used to put uh, le- like lemon flavor in their in their yeah. Diet Pepsi, and that just oh, excuse me out. No. Yeah. Did you guys? We've still got one in our fridge. Did you ever try the, the Pepsi Fire? The Pepsi Fire. It tastes like a atomic oh, fireball melted in a Pepsi. Oh, it's gross. I had it like a sip of it and got heartburn within to drink. 30 seconds. <laughs> like, That's, usually I can stomach stuff I, impossible to drink. Yeah. I That's, do love all the wacky Mountain Dew flavors, though. Oh, mm. They're all good. That's, but the whole, the, it's like, who are this Pepsi fire, whatever, yeah. cracker, crap, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like, <laughs> and I'm probably going to irritate some people, but it's people who do shots of Fireball. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had Fireball, That's the alcohol? Not, yeah. No, I have not. It's it it is quite literally the most vile, disgusting thing that I've partaken in weight. Actually, many no, times. I've had I've had I've had Fireball. Oh, it's gross. So I just think it tastes like a f- atomic Fireball. It's it fine. tastes like liquid, like cinnamon fire. Yeah, that's all right. So, hot tip though: take a, a half a, a shot take. of Fireball and drop it into an apple cider. Oh, oh, I've had now that. That's good. That is great. that I'm into. But yeah, that's for a different my brother podcast. made that for me. It's good. How um, do we go from soda to? F- to alcohol. It happens. Uh, how often do we go from video games to drugs? It's, yep. Well, that's a good lead into my, me saying. Actually, I, before we go there, oh, are we are we going to talk about your favorite soda? Are uh, we still yeah, talking about soda? Still the same question. Okay, go, go ahead. Then. But Sorry. It, 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 coincidentally, I was going to say, isn't soft drink just a very weird thing to. Yeah, why is it a soft drink? Because it's not hard alcohol. Yeah. Oh. So that's why I was relating it to what you were asking. How did we do it? And it's because soft drinks and hard alcohol. So gotcha. Soft drinks, hard drinks. I uh, understood. Mm-hmm. So what? So what do you? Are you a soda person? You don't like pop, so are you a soda? Oh, person? soda. Soda. I've said both. See, and I'm a. I always call it Coke, which is a very Southern thing. Uh huh. Um, even I think before, like I used to drink Pepsi when I was a kid because my parents you still said, called it Coke in the South. I still called it Coke. Yeah. Yeah. And the, so, I remember going to restaurants, be like, "What do you want to drink? I want a Coke. Yeah, right, what saying, kind of Coke do you want?" Pop. Soda pop. Nobody says soda pop. No. I say soda pop. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Hans's follow-up question was, "What's your favorite brand of root beer?" Um, Do you have one for just like off-the-shelf root beer? Probably A and W by far. I see. I like Barks. Barfs. Barks got bike. <laughs> bite. I like Barks. No. Why? Because it's not A and W. Yeah, exactly. A&W is way better. I don't have any preference at all in like off the shelf soda, but do you remember? Because Adam was there. Do you remember that root beer we got in Vancouver, or not Vancouver, uh, Victoria, when we went to that Irish yes. pub place? My kid got it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. like house made in their vat downstairs in the basement root beer. Intergalactic it was so root beer. Good. That's what it looks like. That's awesome. It, yeah, it, you can only buy it in Canada, and it is the best root beer so I've good. ever had. Yeah, yeah. I love getting like. The weird yeah. root beers. Like, there's one that they make around here. It's called Bulldog, and I think that's pretty good. Ooh, yeah. Like, like craft that. root beer is good. I also really like, if you guys had the, the alcoholic, not your, not not your, your dad's, dad's root beer, beer yeah. love that so stuff. Good. It's so good. <laughs> it's like if they could make a Zima root beer flavored, uh-huh. that's what that is. It's like just it's a, so good. Just a Can't little alcoholic. It's real good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. Is that that? That is that. All right. Thank you for all the questions. As always, you can drop a question in our Discord and, yeah, have a really lively discussion about it there for sure. Hmm. All right. Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games and a small bites. Uh, games with Gold is announced for November. Uh, first, Battlefield 1. It's going to be available from the first all the way through the end of the month, so all month long. Yeah. 
It's uh, a game that's pretty new. Like, yeah, Vinny was like, "Didn't that come out like two months ago?" I'm like, "Actually, it came out in 2016." But <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I was not a huge fan, but it's okay. Yeah. Time has flown. Typically forty dollars. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, a game called Race the Sun. It's available uh, the from the 16th of November through <gasps> oh, December. I played this game. I didn't think I had played this game. This game is awesome. Is it? It is really fun. See, I feel like Xbox games with gold kills it almost yeah. monthly compared to PlayStation Plus, man. Like, I'm really... There's some kind of meh stuff there. Like, mm. PlayStation Plus is like, blip, 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 blip. Great! Blip, 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 yeah. blip. Race the Sun, I played at PAX a couple years ago, and it is really fun. You you pilot like a solar-powered spacecraft, uh-huh. and so you have to stay out of the shadows of the things you're racing oh, through. Okay. It's really fun. Very cool. Really fun. Um, also, uh, the first of the month through the 15th is Assassin's Creed, the original yeah, Assassin's old Creed. School. That game's 11 years old. Wow. Only 11 years old? Yeah. I feel like it's that came out in 2007. <laughs> I feel like there's been so many like games in that franchise. It's, it's a 30-year-old franchise right. at this point. <laughs> right. Um, so do we know? So it's obviously a backwards compatible game. Yes. Oh, and it is Xbox One X enhanced. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what that looks like because that game was gorgeous to begin with when yeah, it came yeah. out. I remember watching it. Uh, my partner at the time was playing it. I remember buying a yeah. four, uh, 1080 TV to play it. <laughs> well, and I remember looking at it going, it looks like these are real people walking yeah. around. So I, uh, that's what my fuzzy memory says of it. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see what the Same. Xbox One X enhanced version looks yeah. like. Uh, Dante's Inferno is going to be available the second half of the month. It's going to be on Xbox. It's an Xbox One uh, 360 backwards compatible game as well. Literally probably one of the strangest games I've ever played. I beat this game, and it is so oh, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. I played this one. Wasn't this the one with the, the thing with the different covered in... Yes. Yes. Yeah, chest <laughs> stuff? Yes. There, yeah, okay. There is some chest stuff, and bad guys pop out of that chest stuff. That is so weird. I think it was... because It's, talked it's about the Seven Deadly before. Sins, isn't it? So yeah, it was yeah. like lust. Yeah, real weird. Insane. All right. Uh, some more backwards compatible games. What do we got here? Oh, uh, yeah. So all the Castlevania games... Uh, I think anyway, the Castlevania Lord of the Shadows, Castlevania, uh, l- let's see, Lord Mirror of the Shadows, of Lord H- of Shadow, Mirror of Fate HD, and Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 are all backwards compatible, and so is the first Just Cause game. Wow. Yeah, some, just, you know, little stuff. So those are, now those are, if you own them, you can throw your disc in yes, and it'll... Sir take care of it and do the thing, but you can also buy them now? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, one other thing uh, that came up this week, and we talked about it on QT, um, the Alan Wake games mm-hmm. um, got pulled out of uh, off Steam and off the Xbox because they the music wasn't licensed, um, but Microsoft just got those that music re-licensed. Oh, wow. Um, so you can buy it on Steam again, but you can't buy it on the Xbox store yet, but it's super cheap at GameStop. You can pick it up for like 10 bucks. Um, so that's a, a cool game to be able to, it's an old Remedy game uh, to be able to grab. Nice. Um, we have a, what's this, in Humble Bundle, which you can always find links to this at our bitemepodcast.com slash humble. Just humble, Just humble. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, we are an official Humble Bundle partner. If you want to go to our website and click through uh, to check out all these Humble Bundles and more, we'll get a little kickback and a little support for you supporting some really awesome charities and uh, getting some pretty cool games. There's a bunch of them right now, too. Yeah, so there's a PlayStation, a THQ Nordic PlayStation bundle, which I, I guess it's kind of weird to see console bundles because you don't really very see often. those very often. I would say I, I know offhand of maybe four 
Right. So they don't happen very often. This one's got some good stuff in it, too. For a buck, you can get uh, the Gianna Sisters games, which are supposed to be very cool. Um, this is for the, the next tier, which bumps up a bunch. It's up to like $12 now. Um, this is the Police, the Dwarves. The Dwarves is actually one I really wanted to play, so I might grab that. Red Faction 2, Destroy All Humans, and Black Mirror. And then if you go up to the $15 uh, thing, you get Titan's Quest, which I think is a Diablo kind of game. I've heard it's yeah, really good. Yeah, I was just good. looking at it. Um, and then the original Darksiders. Uh, Sign Mora X. Do you think that's how you sure, pronounce it? Sure, I think you're right. Don't know about that one. And then uh, Battle Chasers Night War. So, I mean, it's not very often that you can get how many games? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's 11 games for 15 bucks for the PlayStation. Yeah, that's uh, yeah pretty and it's rare. not like, because you do see PS3 uh, bundles once in a while. Every once in a while. Out. But these are all PS4 games. Yeah, it's pretty So that's cool. kind of cool. So you've got that one going on. That one's called the, what, the THQ Nordic PlayStation 2 Bundle 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Day of the Devs, this is actually a thing run by, um, oh shoot, who is it? Uh, the folks that make Full Throttle and... Um, Oh, shoot. Tim Schafer's studio. Anyway, that's, that's Tim Schafer's studio. That guy and his stuff. Uh, this is, uh, he does a big Day of the Devs thing. It's a big, where people bring their games, you can go play a bunch of cool video games. And they always do one of these Day of the Dev uh, bundles around it. So for the whatever you want to pay uh, tier, you can get Full Throttle Remastered, which is hot garbage. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't, this does not hold up, um, but you can also get burly men at sea, which I, that just sounds, fun. sounds, sounds absolutely Ooh. fantastic. Um, <laughs> And then if you beat the average, which right now is a little bit over six bucks, you can get Rhyme, which is one of my very favorite games. Totally worth it. Um, Hotline Miami 2, which Dylan loved. Ukulele, which is awesome. Yeah, ukulele. Um, but for which the $12 tier. Instrument. Yes. Um, for the $12 tier, you can get Minute, which is a really, really cool game. Um, and the guy who did the sound design for that has a dog that looks exactly like mine. Oh. Um, Hyperlight Drifter, which is absolutely amazing and mm-hmm. super, super hard. And then I guess if you live in, I think, L.A., you can get a Day of the Devs VIP ticket. Heck yeah. So, oh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. I knew it was California That's somewhere. Cool. And then uh, the final one is, I'm not going to go through all of it because there's a bajillion games. There's actually a $50 tier in this one. Wow. Um, it's the Woo. RPG Maker bundle. And so what you can get is, um, you know, there's a bunch of tiers, but you can get not only RPG Maker, which is a like engine that lets you make RPG games, um, which is really cool, but you can also get a bunch of games made in RPG Maker. So, you know, I think the tiers start at a dollar. They've got a dollar tier. They've got an $8 tier. They've got a $15 tier. Tier, and then they have a $50 tier. So, But the $50 tier also has like, I don't know, 15 games in it. So wow, that's there's a lot nuts. of stuff in there. Um, RPG how Maker is, is pretty cool. How deep is RPG Maker, the actual... You could make a... The kind of games you make in RPG Maker are really mostly like JRPG type games. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you could make a complete JRPG in it. And it has its like a full scripting language. It has all sorts of stuff. So you can make a very fully functional um, game. And I've played a couple. I've played Always Sometimes Monsters, which is in the $8 tier. It was pretty cool. Um, I'm not sure I've played any of the rest hmm. of these. That's but, cool. I mean, you can make a full featured RPG in it if that was what you wanted to do. Nice. Um, one more thing to note, Target has buy two, get one free games right now. Ooh. Oh, that's right. I remember reading about that. So, And is that any game? Like, yeah, obviously? it's like any game. It's actually a video game, movies, and board games mix and oh, wow. match. So, so I could buy Fallout 76. <laughs> can you can you pre-order games with it, you know? Hungry Hungry Hippos. And hungry Hungry Hippos and, <laughs> and The Godfather Part 2. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, Perfect. But in case you... You want to get some of those AAA titles that 
yeah. might be uh, the game of the year candidates and play through them. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you know. go. It's a pretty good or deal. if you are inebriated, drink a beer, and then <laughs> drunkenly purchase two games, you get an extra one thrown in. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? I need to start keeping that in mind. Nah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's wrap it up with a small bite. We don't usually have a lot of these, so let's talk about this. And actually, Sounds we, fun. We didn't play it, um, but this comes with a strong, strong, strong recommendation for Vicky, who oh, okay. has played it a ton. It's called Candy and Curses, and Dylan and I watched the video of it. It looks absolutely adorable. The music, yeah, the the music was far. great. The gameplay looks super fun. I do not know a ton about it, except that Vicky, who is, you know, she's been around. She's been on some uh, yeah, she was here couple last of episodes. Week. She was here on our 100th episode. She's great. Um, and she she'll filled be in here. for you last week. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. awesome. So she was here last week. She's going to be at Extra Life this weekend. Cool. So she highly recommends Candy N Curses. That's N with an N. N. The letter so N. So check it out. Cool. Um, is that it? I think so. Yes. Yes. All right. So Extra Life is this weekend. you still got time to join our team if you have yet to choose a team. Uh, so go to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. Uh, sign up for our team there. Uh, and while you're there, check out our Patreon. You can check out links to our QTE, which is our daily under five minute uh, quick little news recap. And make sure you enable that Alexa skill, uh, the Bite Me Podcast Alexa skill, correct? Yes. All right. And yeah, now Alexa. It's actually Bite Me QTE skill, but whatever. But still, they've um, they've reinstated the whole Alexa enable this skill yeah, yeah. thing. So you can tell her to I enable it. I think you can it. just say Alexa enable Bite Me QTE and it'll work. Oh, nice. And then every day I think you just ask for your news update and it'll play our little <clears throat> podcast. It's Super fun. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's okay. It. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.